Welcome to the first recording of the Urban Vibe Podcast, a place where you can come to just vibe with us. I'm Elliot. I'm Molly. And this is what we're vibing about today. I'm thinking a lot about where I would be if COVID-19 had never happened. Do you ever think about that? All the time. My job was immediately affected by COVID. So it's definitely changed everything thereafter. I was coaching lacrosse in the area and working at a restaurant. So both of those things were definitely the first to go when they kind of started to close everything down. Unemployment wasn't really an option. So I literally just had no income coming in. And so a few places were hiring. So I was definitely like stuck in a a hard place between school and rent and no income. Yeah, I had actually just started a job when COVID like really hit, when everything like shut down, I had like just started working. Like I hadn't even finished my training yet and I had to stop working there. And then they ended up not having room for me when the mall opened back up. So I had to find another job. So I left my other job that I'd been at for two years to go to this new job and worked there for two weeks and then had to leave. So COVID definitely messed that up. But if COVID had never happened, I'd probably still be at that job. And I'm 100% sure I'd be very unhappy with it because it was an old lady clothing store. Um, And I just, it wasn't really my my thing. Wasn't really what I wanted to sell at all. (laughs) That's almost the position that I ended up in, in the middle of COVID. I got hired to unload uh, the like shipments of trucks and put everything back on the shelves, basically just like restock shelves. Um, definitely not my life's calling, but fortunately I just last week started a new job that uh, is much better fitting. So hopefully that works out for the long haul. Yeah. And like, if you think about it, maybe something will happen at this new job. So then you losing those other jobs, make it worth it almost like if COVID had never happened, you would have probably never gotten this new job. And then you wouldn't have had like the experiences you're going to make. That's hundred percent true. It happens for a reason, you know? It's weird though that you say that because already again, like I've worked there for a week and the people are my kind of people. And yeah. so it's really been interesting because I, yeah, I didn't have that with the restaurant that I worked at or this last place that I worked at during the pandemic. It was like, we're very much coworkers versus friends, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, and work is like a lot better when you have people that you can like go in and like enjoy the time with, because like, if you like your job, it's fun, but like, you're going to keep doing it for so long. It gets kind of like boring, but if you have those people that make it fun, it just makes it so much easier to get through a work day. Has like COVID like affected how that job is or anything? I mean, I can't even speak for how it was before, but there's just small little position by training. I had like an extra whole day of COVID training for like safety precautions and just the way we're doing things now. And there's a whole extra position even at the store that I work at where somebody stands at the front, makes sure people have masks on and they count everyone who comes in and out of the building. So we only are at, I think it's at like 50% capacity or even less than that to just allow for social distancing and things like that. Yeah, my work just started doing that. 
Well, actually, before when COVID started, they shut down one of the entrances and they only had one entrance to the store and um, they were counting people who came in, but they stopped doing that. But now they're counting everyone who comes in. So we don't hit the go over the capacity. And then they're also counting how many masks people take. So I think that they're doing that to see if like they need to buy as many masks as they're buying because they have a lot of masks. But um, there's it's very different like helping guests it's very weird because like we both have masks on and a lot of them just speak really quietly and like i usually read lips when they talk quietly and but i can't do that and then also i have to remember to like not stand too close to them because some people get uncomfortable by that it makes it kind of difficult and then some people will like try to just hand me their phone to like do stuff on and i'm like i can't just like grab your phone and start doing stuff on it i would get in a lot of trouble so it definitely has changed a lot um, about that job. I've worked there for many years and it's definitely different now. That's something like now that you speak to that is little things like that, even with interacting with my new coworkers. The other day, one of the guys that I work with, like put his hand up for like a high five and it was elbows and like <laughs> bumped elbows instead. But it was just a little thing that we're still getting used to like all these little social changes and back to like the masks also I I'm still like learning how loudly to speak with my mask on I don't want to be screaming at people so then I do almost as a result find myself kind of getting closer to them so they can like hear me properly while I'm wearing my mask but like that defeats the whole purpose so it's very it's it's a weird thing to navigate right now while trying to like work in customer service. Yeah, I don't have that problem. I talk really loud and if anything, the mask quiet quiets me and like makes me at a normal speaking level. Um, but another thing that I would like to touch on would be grocery stores in today's society because I hate going to the grocery store now. There's so much uncertainty in the world and just like everything that you want to avoid like touching other people's food, being too close to other people and like being in like a public place for too long. That's exactly what a grocery store is. And I walk in and I'm like, I don't know how to pick produce because like if I pick up an apple and it's rotten, do I just put it back? Do I throw it away? Do I buy the apple? I bought like four um, rotten plums from Walmart because I touched them and I just felt bad for putting them back. So I guess my question is, is like, how do you deal with grocery stores? I've started just ordering online, but that gets kind of expensive. I have yet to ever order food online, I think. There is like a weird anxiety though about going to grocery stores for that same reason that you talked about, about like produce and just touching things in general. I've noticed it get kind of more relaxed a little bit now that we know more about the virus and how it spreads and things, but initially there was like so much fear. I feel like in everybody that was going grocery shopping because we didn't know exactly how it was spread, but it's weird how like nobody ever though followed the the lines on the floor. It was always chaos. Yeah. Those are like, they have them in every single store, but I have yet to see someone actually pay attention to them. I'll like look at them, but my favorite part about it is sometimes they lead like directly into the display where like you can't walk through the display. 
my guess would be is like they're setting the floor and they just don't even the workers don't pay attention to the stickers on the ground so they just like set up displays in front of them i don't i don't think that the i think that those are kind of pointless like as long as people are staying six feet away don't create more confusion with making us have to follow directions i hate the hy parking lot because of the like arrows and stuff and they just did it inside their store and made it so much worse. I mean, the parking lot thing isn't going away. That's kind of everywhere. <laughs> I know, but I, when I first started driving, I didn't know that that was a thing. And I literally almost killed my dad and I in a high beat parking lot so many times. But I learned, I, I learned from that. Um, I talked to my sister about this grocery store thing. And she flat out was just like, why do you care? Just like pick it up and put it back. And I'm like you don't understand and then I went to the grocery store with her and she literally would just like pick up fruit look at it like put it up to her face and then just put it back and I'm like I that could never do that I'd feel terrible I don't think I would go as far as you to buying four rotten plums but (laughs) good and I just kept grabbing bad ones and I just never didn't know what to do with them so I ended up buying them I definitely have noticed that like especially with produce just staring a lot longer at it to like make a better decision on what I am touching. And like, I look like I don't know what's happening and how to like function in society sometimes because I'm just like, okay, what do I actually want? Instead of grabbing something, thinking about it and putting it back or like whatever, I just stare at things a lot longer. (laughs) That's the other thing is I would do that. But like, I get, I get nervous because I'm like, these people are just like watching me stare at produce right now. And like, I probably just look crazy because there's all these like adults around me who are just like picking up perfect fruit, just knowing exactly what they're doing. And I'm like, I don't even know if this fruit is ripe or not. COVID added way more anxiety to a grocery store. And that's why I'm very thankful for online ordering because I can just have it come straight to my door. (laughs) Have you seen some of the articles though with online ordering? I think it's Walmart specifically who will like substitute things if they don't have what exactly you ordered in your cart. And like some of the substitutes make zero, like they're completely different products. So like they'll order like a condiment and then they'll like get Q-tips as a replacement. It's like, that is nowhere near, like, just don't, just say you don't have it. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of giving me. That's funny. I, that, ha- uh, I order from Aldi a lot. Cause it's just like a cheap grocery store and their food is actually really, really good. Um, and they always replace the stuff and they like, let me know when, when I order it. But online, when you order, it has like brand name stuff and all their dairy stuff, the craft brand. But when you order it, it's the Aldi cheese brand and Aldi's cheese brand is terrible. So it just kind of sucked because I ordered cheese and now I just don't have any dairy because all of it is Aldi dairy and it's not good. I am not an Aldi shopper. I want to be. But I'm just not. <laughs> I've there, never. It's I like will stock my entire kitchen for like sixty bucks, and it'll last me like a good two three weeks with everything I buy, except for like meat and like cold stuff, of course. But and it's actually really good. The salsa, so good. I definitely need to jump on that bandwagon. Mm-hmm. I also drive like way. There's an Aldi way closer to me, I think, than the high V I usually go to. I, I'm just. I really think Hy-Vee is so overpriced. I hate going grocery shopping there because I end up spending way too much money. I always stick to Fairway or Aldi. My 
sister loves Hy-Vee. She thinks it's like the greatest thing since sliced bread. And so that's why I started going there when I moved to Iowa, because it's not a thing where I'm from. So I was already like reintroducing myself to like all of the brands that aren't like national brands, just like store brands and whatever. So I feel like I can definitely just do that again with Aldi, figure out what I like. Where did you have where you lived? Uh, Jewel Osco, Chicago. Jewel Osco, like the grocery store? Yeah, Jewel Osco grocery store. Oh, okay. I thought that was a town. No, Jewel Osco. It's, uh, I think it's only like kind of a Chicago thing. Mm -hmm. I lived in Missouri and we had Schnucks was the name of the grocery store that was everywhere. And then in Virginia, we had Kroger. Wow, that's crazy to think there's a different grocery store like everywhere you go. Same thing with gas stations. People who come to Iowa always post about come and go. And they're like, why would anyone name a gas station that? And I always find that really funny. Yeah, I thought it was hilarious. (laughs) We just have like shells and BPs Mm -hmm. all over where I'm from. It's nothing crazy. Speaking of gas stations, do you, hot topic, do you wear a mask when you pump gas? Um, No, I don't. I think I'm outside and those are definitely more than six feet away from the other pumps. I do put hand sanitizer on before I go to the pump and then I put some on when I get back in my car just to make sure that it's clean when I touch it and then I'm clean after I've touched it. I'm kind of the same way. I... Sometimes I'll wear a mask if there's somebody like directly on the other side of me pumping gas. Um, and if like I already have it on or like in, well, usually I don't drive with my mask on either. But um, I also have a thing of Clorox wipes in my car that I'll almost use as like a barrier in addition to like wiping down things, which honestly I should always be doing. I feel like gas pumps are gross. <laughs> Yeah, no, my job has definitely helped me get better with that. Like, cause like we're supposed to wipe down everything and just like keep things clean. And it's just become like a part of of my everyday. Like it's not even because of COVID. It's just because so many people have touched everything and it's gross. And it's just better to be clean than touch all of that. I don't know. But um, yeah, I agree. I, speaking of masks, I saw this thing online the other day about someone who was like not proposing, but she was talking about wearing masks after the pandemic. And I immediately thought, well, the pandemic would be over. Why the heck would we wear masks? Like that makes no sense. And I posted it on my Snapchat story and my friend slid up and was like, we learned about this in school actually. Um, it's because other countries wear masks when they're sick. So like if you get a cold, it's just common to wear a mask so you don't get other people sick. And when COVID happened in the United States and we had that problem with not producing enough masks, apparently the rest of the world thought it was just like weird that we had so much trouble getting masks because they've been wearing masks all along and they just had them already. What do you think on that? Do you think we would be wearing masks after this pandemic? I highly doubt you'd be able to get America to keep wearing masks after the pandemic. I feel like I don't, like there's definitely social things that are going to like stick after the pandemic is quote unquote over. But I don't, I don't know. I feel like maybe it may become like a little more 
of a popular thing when people travel and are in close spaces, like with a lot of other people. But I don't think overall that it'll become a big thing. Like it might kind of be a seasonal thing again too. People, it, my, my brain, my thinking behind that is like all of the like fabric reusable masks that people have now. I feel like you, you could like you could still use them. I could definitely see it still being like very common to see a mask. Um, and it'll also depend on what part of the country you're in. Like in the middle Midwest, Iowa, you're not going to see many people wearing masks after the pandemic. But like if you go to like the West, like California and them, you will probably see more masks because there's more people. And um, I just think right now we're all we're already having so much trouble getting people to wear masks. That's why we're having problems with numbers with COVID. So I just don't think you'd if the pandemic was over, like no one would wear a mask, I don't think. Again, my brain goes back to traveling because, yeah, Americans have always viewed it as weird when somebody's on a plane or something and they are wearing a mask. But, like, it makes sense. So I could see I, a part of, like, I don't know. A part of me could see myself wearing a mask when I, like, travel abroad or something because why not? It's kind of the same reasoning for that people have right now for wearing a mask. It's like, what is it? what does it hurt? Mm-hmm. Well, I have never really thought about like wearing a mask, like if you just have a cold to just like be courteous to others to not get that cold to not spread it. I do think that masks could be will be worn for that after the pandemic. Like there's not going to be a day where just like, oh, COVID-19 has come to an end. I think we'll just like it'll slowly get better at some point, but not soon. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like it'll just be like a slow ease of restrictions, maybe after like a vaccine has been available for like a certain amount of time. I don't know. It's really interesting. My parents strongly believe, though, that the COVID-19 will end. We'll just have to see what happens, because like if it does just end miraculously, it's going to be super fishy. Also, I don't think that's going to happen. It's a strange thing, though, too, because we're going to be reaching like the one year mark already coming up. So naturally it's going to kind of just progress and we're going to find like, again, solutions to certain things like the vaccines already, you know, in the works Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And like, there is now a protocol for treating COVID and just like, there is more science. So like, again, I don't think it's going to like stop automatically, but I feel like a lot of people will lean into conspiracy theories as it kind of weans down and gets a little more manageable just because, you know, the sake of politics rather than science. You know what? It doesn't matter because the pandemic isn't any ending anytime soon. So it doesn't really matter if we're going to be wearing masks or not. You're right. But do you know what it is ending soon? This podcast. Thanks for coming with us, you guys. <laughs> <laughs>